Good morning, Cave Chapel. Good morning to all of you that are online. We are in the middle of the Advent season. We just have a couple of more weeks when we can really celebrate like we do at the football game, right? But we're going to do some celebrating this morning. I want to say hallelujah. Is there anybody else that can answer me back? Hallelujah. 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 Come on now. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? He woke us up this morning, y'all. He got us, gave us the ability to stand on our own two feet. And we are happy about it. Thank you, Jesus. Can anybody praise him, raising your hands? Do you have that ability this morning to say hallelujah? Thank you, Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand cap of praise. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Now, those of you that are online with us, let us pray together. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You brought us through another week. Some things may not have been like we wanted them, but we made it. You, you kept us, Lord Jesus. And there is so much danger, so many wrong things happening all around this country. But you let no bullets get in our way, Lord Jesus. You, you let no robber come into our property, Lord Jesus. You let no car pass us by and crash into us, Lord Jesus. Those are those blessings sometimes that we don't say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then we know, Lord, that the bodies are getting weak. And we have those who are online, and there are many of them that can't get here. But you allowed them to listen in this morning. And on their behalf, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for our long-distance members. Those who are so proud to be a part of Cade Chapel Missionary Ministry. We just want to say on their behalf, thank you, Lord. And we don't take for granted this season. We know the miracle that God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We have salvation. We have a way that we can get to you, Lord. And we just want to say thank you. Now as we enter this service, we're praying for our pastor. A special blessing, Lord. Because he is giving us the word. Lord, we just want to ask you to let us open our hearts to receive it. And then not to be so selfish to keep it to ourselves. 
But to leave this building telling someone that the wages of sin is death, but we got a God who can forgive. Hallelujah to us, to you. It is in the precious name of Jesus that we pray right now. And God, we ask that you receive these, our prayers. Amen. 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 And amen. And we are going to sing together right now. Hallelujah. scripture this morning comes from the book of Luke, the first chapter, the 56 and 57 verses, and it reads as follows. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's time, excuse me, now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered and she brought forth a son. You all bow with me for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to assemble this morning, Lord. Help us remember you're the reason for this season, Lord. 
Lord, we ask that you bless each and every family that's represented here, Lord. Lord, we ask that you bless each and every family that's going through bereavement or lost a loved one. Lord, we pray for the sick and the shut-in. We pray especially for our community. We pray for our state, Lord, and we pray for this nation. And we pray for those that are suffering in, in, in conflict all around the world as well, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you uh, bless the pastor as he brings the word this morning, Lord. That you touch our hearts and, and uh, convict our spirits. Lord, again, we just thank you for each and every blessing you've bestowed upon us. Lord, we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we bless the Lord in this house? Amen. Can we bless the Lord in this house? God is great, and he is greatly to be praised. Listen, before you sit down, go ahead and welcome your neighbor. Say hello to your neighbor. Say good morning to your neighbor. Wish them a happy Sunday. Wish them a happy Sunday. Hallelujah. You ain't going to catch nothing. You ain't going to catch nothing. You would have had it by now. You would have had it by now. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. What a mighty good God we serve. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Good to see each of you, my father's children. God is a good God. Bless his holy name. We are in the midst of a great worship experience on this morning. Certainly we do welcome each of you to our in-person services. Those of you who are watching online, we welcome you as well. We thank you for your prayers and for your presence. I got the sneaky suspicion God is up to something big. I just feel it in my heart and in my spirit. God is up to something big. This morning, we're talking about expecting things. Amen. And I just, I just want you to expect God to do something in your life. Amen. I say expect God to do something big in your life. Anybody expecting God to move? Anybody expecting God to speak? Anybody expecting God to open up the windows of heaven and pour out? blessings that there should not be I expect I don't know about you but the old folk used to say I'm looking for a miracle I'm I'm looking for a miracle I'm I'm expecting the impossible I, I'm looking for it oh bless his name don't y'all stop me so early I'm, hallelujah come on Irvin God bless you God bless you I'm looking for it Our announcements. Christmas Eve worship service is at 11 a.m. Yeah. on Sunday, December 24th. 
Congratulations are extended to Ashton Shelton, a sophomore animal science pre-veterinary medicine major at Tuskegee University. Ashton was recently inducted into the National Society of Leadership and Success, NSLS, Sigma Alpha Pi, and became a member of the Pi Sigma Phi Choral Honor Fraternity. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But let me tell you, that's with the Tuskegee Golden Voice Concert Choir. Amen. Congratulations as well to Kate Chapel's own S. Benet Neal, who graduated with an Associate of Arts degree from Hines Community College. Thursday. Amen. 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 That was this past Thursday, August 14th, in Pearl, Mississippi. Next step, accepted into nursing school. You've heard the announcement. Please govern yourselves accordingly. God bless. Amen. <laughs> Good morning, Kate. Well, you already know it's time. It's office time, right? Okay. And you already know about the, the different ways we give. You know that, right? <laughs> They're going to save us a lot of time this morning. <laughs> Amen. But we want to keep in mind, remember one thing, that this special season is all about Jesus. He's the reason for the season. They call his name Emmanuel, being God with us. Oh, Lord, God gave us his son. So now we get the opportunity to bless the Lord through our giving. You know the multiple ways, and so you know how much to give, do it cheerfully. The only one that may not know what's going on is our visitor today. And so what we want our visitors to realize this morning is that the baskets of the offering baskets are available for you to Show your love to God as you go out the door, exiting the sanctuary. So now let's hear a word from the Lord and keep it with the Christmas spirit. And it's going to come from Matthew chapter 6, verse 3 through 4. It says, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you openly. So how much you give, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Whatever amount you do, just do it cheerfully and liberally. For God loves thee. God bless you, and Merry Christmas to you all. Good morning, K. Chapel. So this is the third Sunday in December. 
And traditionally, at Cage Chapel, the third Sunday in December, what will be happening? Cantata. <laughs> right, right. And we've not had a cantata since COVID, but this is a signal. Get ready for 2024 because big things are happening. So, but, but, but the spirit is, is put on my heart that I just want us to do something special um, as we recognize what's really special to us as a church family is that third Sunday in December. So we have some special guest artists in the house with us today. So I don't know if you've gotten a chance to uh, see YouTube or watch see them on the Steve Harvey show or the, the Busy Mississippi um, um, commercials, uh, uh, civil rights commercials, and, and, and a plethora of other things. Or if you've been, if you've been at Tulu College and seen them yeah. um, at Tulu College, right. um, they're all um, their siblings right here from Jackson, Mississippi. Who says nothing good comes from Jackson, Mississippi? And uh, I am so proud of them. Um, I'm, uh, uh, Mom and I have been talking on the phone, and, 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 and one of the members happens to be my fraternity brother, too. So, uh, but, uh, but I'm going to ask right now to uh, present to Cade Chapel and ask them to come in their own way before Washington. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be here this morning with you all, um, just celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ this season. So, uh, my name is Reginald Washington. My name is Ariana Washington. Cameron Washington. I'm Carmen Washington, and collectively we are for Washington. Um, we're gonna do a couple acapella selections for you guys, so I hope you enjoy. Come a storm with his hand. 
I think some of us are a little nervous, but God is going to calm the nerves, amen. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for the love.
this time, if you'll bow with me, we're going to bless the offering. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give. Thank you uh, that uh, for those that had the, the ability to give and, and, and gave and the desire to give and they didn't, but thought enough to do so. Lord, we ask that you bless it, uh, that, that it be used in the furtherance of your kingdom and according to your will. And Lord, we, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we bless God again for the four Washingtons? Thank God for the gift. Amen. Amen. We thank you for coming and sharing your gift of music with us. Amen. All of you all at Tougaloo, smart children, smart children, smart children. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Y'all make us proud. Y'all make us proud. Amen. Listen, we want to extend the right hand of fellowship to our newest members. We want to ask Ty Sanders, Malia Ann Smith, and Serenity May, if you will come now and receive your right hand of fellowship. Cade, won't you give them a great big welcome as they come and receive the right hand of fellowship. Deacons, mothers, join us now as we extend now to these our newest members. Ty Sanders, Malia Ann Smith, and Serenity May. If you're here, won't you come now? Let the church say amen. amen. All of heaven rejoice when just one comes. Amen. Yeah, oh yes. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, and ye also love one another. As families celebrate the life of their loved ones, 
our prayer is that you will celebrate them as well. Let us continue in prayer for all of our bereaved families, the Shinel, Lord, Burks, Larry, and Wright families, those that have entered into eternal life, Sister Amy Chanel, the mother of Mrs. Melinda Lloyd, Sister Willie Burks, the aunt of Mr. Curtis Thompson, who is representing the family, the service for both Sister Chanel and Sister Burks are incomplete at this time and will be shared with you when they are made available to us. The service for Deacon Joe Lowry, the husband of Sister Gail Wright Lowry, was held here on Thursday, December 14, here at Cade Chapel. In the hospital and nursing home, Sister Polly Williamson, Brother Limus Magruder, Brother Glenn Barnes, Sister Eileen Sutton is also asking for the prayers of the church as she now is in the Baptist Hospital. Recovering at home, Sister Anita Shaw, Sister Johnny Jackson, Sister Mary Bell, Sister Cecilia Bass, Sister Deborah Franklin, Mrs. Rosemary Stuckey, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Mr. Melvin Scott, Brother John Sanders, Brother Kavara Collins, and Brother Willie Lindsay. Also asking for the prayers of the church, Sister Annie Bailey, Brother Ricky Bailey, Brother Lawrence Lewis, and Mrs. Betty Brown Green. Those related to church members that are asking for prayer, Bryson Joseph Redman, Mr. Lewis Burns, Miss Adrian Jetter, Miss Lavencia Clark, Miss Mac, Miss McKenzie, Emil Nathan, Mr. Lenoris Barnes, Mr. Keith Fogger, Mrs. Dolores Phillips, Mr. Larry Milton, Miss Demetrius Wallace, Mr. Clyde Cameron, Mrs. Renee Collins, and Mrs. Laquana. Please also keep our long-term members in your prayers. Though their names are not called, let them know that they are not forgotten. I dare not take my seat without saying on behalf of the Lowry and Wright family, we truly appreciate the love that has been shown to us over this last week. Every Sunday we come here and we tell you to pray and to visit when and where you can. The prayers we felt, the visitations we have seen, above all the love has been shown. Deacon Joe Lowry loved this church and he often bragged about the fact that he was proud to be a deacon. The deacon ministry you all really showed us a lot of love, and we appreciate that. Not just the deacon ministry, but the deaconess, the bereavement committee, the choirs, the pastoral staff, the kitchen committee. We thank all of you. And on behalf of my sister and the Wright family and Lyra family, we love you. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you now for this opportunity to remind our members of their obligation to the sick, to the shut-in, and to the bereaved. 
We know that you said your hands and feet are ours to exercise to those that are going through rough times. So, Lord, we ask now that you will place in the spirit and in the hearts of all of our members to look out for the other members, those that have sick relatives and friends. Put it in their spirit to not just pray for them, but to do for them. And last but not least, Lord, we ask that you would give strength and that you would give faith and that you would give power to those that are taking care of the sick and the shut-in. And Lord God, we will forever give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And it is in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, that we pray. Amen. us where we go and help us to be Each night. When stars go 
And the church said, Amen. Amen. Well, Ricky, we can't wait till 2024 now since you, you put it out there. Amen. 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 We thank God for these voices and for these musicians and all who helped to minister through the ministry of music. We also wanted to celebrate our anniversary, our wedding anniversary, Lee and Jennifer Ewing. Amen. How many years? Six years. All right. All right. Congratulations. Amen. Congratulations to you. Six years. Amen. Y'all keep holding on. Somebody said they babies. I heard it. they just babies. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Beginning with verse number 56, 56, and 57. Luke 1, 56 and 57. While you're turning there, let me also thank uh, the prison ministry, I understand they uh, took about 50 bags. Uh, Mother Davis shared with me they took about 50 bags to the correctional facility out in Pearl on yes yesterday, was it? Last week. Well, God bless you. We thank God for your ministry uh, to those individuals. Amen? Amen. Luke 1, 56 and 57, these words are recorded. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's time, full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. That's enough right there. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk about waiting in joyful anticipation. Waiting in joyful anticipation. Uh, how many of you remember uh, waking up to Christmas morning as a child? As a child, you, you're okay. Now, how many of you remember the lead up to Christmas morning, the weeks prior to Christmas, and you would have the Christmas tree, and and if you were like my family, you would begin to see presents emerge under the Christmas tree, just day by day, a few more presents here, a few more presents there, and if you were like me, you were looking, trying to figure out now which one is mine. And if you were really like me, you were trying to decide that one's too small because it's supposed to be this and amen. But there was joyful anticipation as we, this expectancy of, of Christmas coming and, and the hope that you got the thing that you had been wishing for and the, the anticipation that this was going to be the best Christmas ever. You know, there really is nothing like a child's anticipation of Christmas morning finally being fulfilled as they tear through wrapping paper to reveal the mystery of what's been under the Christmas tree. But, but the older we get, David, the older we get, some of that childlike excitement begins to fade. The hope wanes. The anticipation goes away. And perhaps because we grow, yes, in our understanding of Christmas, we mature in our expectations, and we want for different things. Not so much for presence under the tree, but for the presence of loved ones. The presence of peace in our homes. The presence of health and wholeness. The presence of love and life. The presence of joy. Hmm. 
Yeah, the presence of joy. That's, that's, that's what this third Sunday of the Advent season brings to our attention. Joy. 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 Traditionally, the, the third Sunday of Advent on the liturgical calendar is, 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 is what is called uh, Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete is a Latin word uh, that simply means rejoice. And if we were lighting the traditional calendars for Advent, this would be that pink calendar which symbolizes joy. You know, we've been leading up to this moment. A couple of weeks ago, we observed the preparation that took place for thousands of years before Jesus comes and how God through time providentially arranges people and nations and situations and conditions for the assigned arrival of Jesus. And, and then last Sunday, we took note of how the Annunciation takes place as Gabriel announces to Mary that God has a great plan of how he wants to use her to bring the Messiah into the world. And now after the preparation and the annunciation, there is now this joyful anticipation of all that is to come to pass as this holy child grows within Mary. She and Joseph must wait with joyful anticipation of what God has declared. While this baby develops, there is this joyful anticipation of what is to come, joyful anticipation of what is to happen, joyful anticipation of how life is going to change, joyful anticipation of what all God is going to do and what this will mean for them. Like any young couple bringing their first child into the world, they, they joyfully anticipate waiting to see it all Unfold. Can't you see them? Joyfully preparing for their first child. Joseph, you got the crib ready yet? Joyfully. You didn't hear the joy in that? Joy, joyfully anticipating what is to come as they bring their first child into the world. The anticipation of a thing can be exciting. A bride anticipating her wedding date, exciting. A hunter waiting in the deer stand, exciting. Sometimes the weight itself can build adrenaline and anticipation and excitement. And other times, the anticipation of something can build anxiety, worry, tension, and even fear. Sometimes, sometimes if we're honest, waiting can be disheartening. Sometimes waiting can be uncomfortable. Sometimes waiting can cause frustration and confusion when you're waiting on people to just do right. How long is it going to take? When you're waiting on people to change their ways, when you're waiting on your children to figure it out, children, when you're waiting on your parents to understand that times have changed, waiting can be a challenge. When you're waiting on test results from your doctor because something looked off, it's hard to have joyful anticipation. 
when you're waiting to hear how the interview went, when you're waiting to know if your loan went through, when you're waiting to hear if you got the promotion, when you're waiting to hear if the proposal was accepted, when you're waiting to hear the verdict of the jury or the decision of the judge, it's not always with joyful anticipation because you know the possibilities that exist. You know the ramifications of your actions. You know that you might not get the job and your loan might be denied and your proposal might be rejected and your test results might not come back good. But as believers who trust in the sovereign will and the providential hand of the Almighty God, we are called to carry through life a disposition of joyful anticipation. That means that we look at life through the lens of hope and expectancy. I'm going to say it again. That, that means that we look through the lens of hope and expectancy. Ah, while we wait on God. You're looking with hope. And you're looking with expectancy while you wait on God. And I know, I know, I know waiting on God can be a challenge itself because God does not always move fast. Wish I had a witness in the house. God, God does not always act immediately or come quickly. Sometimes we just have to wait and, and, and wait and, and, and wait and, and wait some more because the old church used to say, you can't hurry, God. You... You just have to wait. I wish I had a witness in here. And when you find yourself at the intersection of what you feared most and what you thought would never happen, it's hard to wait on the Lord. It's hard to wait when you need him to move right now. And when you add a layer of waiting with joyful anticipation, it's one thing to wait. But now I'm supposed to be joyfully waiting, joyfully anticipating, joyfully believing for the best. When you have data that suggests that this thing might not turn out well. I'm supposed to joyfully anticipate when I understand what I'm up against. I know the realities. I know the statistics. I know the trends. I'm supposed to joyfully anticipate. I'm supposed to be happy while I wait. Hear me? If we get nothing else this Christmas season, I pray that you come away from this Advent moment realizing that as varied and as volatile as life can sometimes be, that we can still maintain in it joyful anticipation as we wait on the Lord. You can still have joyful anticipation as you wait on God. I hear somebody ask me right, right now, how, Reverend? Tell me how. Because I'm worried about stuff right now. I'm, I'm pacing the floor at night. I'm losing some sleep. I'm losing my appetite. I'm even losing my hair. Tell me right now how I can wait with joyful, come on and talk to me, anticipation. Before I tell you that, before I answer that, I think I think we need to confront ourselves with another more pressing question. And it's this. Here it is. Listen. Do you expect anything wonderful anymore?
They didn't marinate for a while. Do you expect anything wonderful anymore? Go back to Christmas when you were a child and you woke up expecting to see wonderful things. Do you wake up expecting anything wonderful to happen in your life anymore? Do you wake up expecting God to do something awesome and amazing in your life anymore? Do, do you expect to see mysteries revealed in your life anymore? Do you expect to see wonders and miracles and signs in your life anymore? Do you expect to see the mighty hand of God move anymore? Do you expect to see the awesome power of the Most High manifested in your situation and in your condition? Or do you just wake up and get on with your day? Do you just wake up and thank God that he gave you another day and just get on with the get-ons? Maybe the wonder has gone missing in your life because you don't approach life with any expectation anymore. Waiting for God to move. I, I know I got a mountain in front of me, but I'm waiting on God. To move it. I, I know I got an issue right here, but I'm waiting on God. What happened to you that you stopped expecting to see wonderful blessings? What happened? What happened that you stopped anticipating brand new mercies? What happened? What happened to the wonder? of each morning saying, Lord, I thank you for another day, and I, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm waiting in anticipation. What happened? You used to get excited about coming to church. What happened? You stopped anticipating Good tidings of great joy. You stopped anticipating a move of God. You stopped anticipating the most high would show up. You stopped <laughs> anticipating to have a testimony to come out of your test. What, what happened to cause you to lose your excitement for the possibilities of what God could do? Let me remind you, God hasn't lost any power. God has not abdicated any of his authority. God has not gone missing from his throne. God still rules and super rules over earth and heaven. God speaks and all of creation obeys. God blinks and the lightning flashes. God yawns and the winds from the four corners of the earth begin to blow. God wipes his eye and the rain begins to pour out of heaven. God pats his foot and the earth trembles and you don't expect anything from a great God like that. I still anticipate great things because he's still a great God. And a great God can do great things. A great God can move mountains. A great God can part the waters of my life. A great God can make the storm be still. A great God can cause the heavens to rain bread from on high. A great God can supply my need according to his riches and glory. A great God is still a healer. He's still a restorer. He's still a deliverer. He still sets folk free. He still saves. He's a great God. So expect great things. Expect great things. Yeah. 
wake up every morning looking to heaven, waiting for God to do something big. Bring the wonder back into your life. Bring the mystery back into your life where God is going to move. I don't know, but I expect him to. On this third Sunday of Advent, we are asked to face life with joyful anticipation of what God can and will do. And this text, this text helps us understand how. Here it is, three things and I'm done. I'm a three-point three preacher. Three points, and I'm done. Here it is. How can you wait with joyful anticipation? Here it is. Wait in the blessed hope of his proven performance. Wait in the blessed hope of his proven performance. In the text, y'all, Mary has been with her cousin Elizabeth. She sought Elizabeth out after Gabriel tells her that Elizabeth is already six months pregnant. You remember, she, he comes in and says, you're going to have a baby, and if you need proof, go talk to Elizabeth because she's already six months in. Why was that such a big deal? The text tells you because Elizabeth was barren and well beyond childbearing years. The text says that she was stricken of years. In other words, she was past time to be having children. Uh, okay, she was past time to be having children, but God said, now you're going to bring forth John. And when Mary gets there, Elizabeth says, the baby leaped inside of me because when you spoke, something inside of me leaped. Something heard you and this thing that God is doing inside. I wish I had two or three folk in here who would understand that sometimes what you're carrying is waiting on somebody else to connect with it said it leaped in me because what you got it connected with me watch this here it is here it is here it is and the text begins by saying watch this now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth and she bore a son there it is the time came for Elizabeth to give birth and she bore a son Mary is watching God do the miraculous in her cousin Elizabeth's life and it is just as Gabriel said he would. And Mary is watching it unfold in real time. Listen, having joyful anticipation is possible when you wait in the blessed hope of his proven performance. In other words, I'm waiting with the knowledge of what he's already done. Mary says, I'm waiting because I saw what he did in Elizabeth's life. And if he did it in Elizabeth's life, I believe he can do it in my life. I don't know who I'm talking to here, but, but if he's done it before, he can do it again. I need you to leave here with the blessed hope in the proven performance of God. All you got to do is look at his track record and see where he's already moved, what he's already done, doors he's already opened, storms he's already stopped, enemies he's already defeated, diseases he's already healed. And if he's done that before, he'll do it again. Mary said, I've got the blessed hope in what I've seen him do in my cousin's life. I believe he'll do it in mine. And if you've seen the Lord do it, you ought to have some joyful anticipation while you wait to watch him do it for you. 
Do I have a witness in here? And while I wait on the Lord to fix it or to finish it or to form it, I'll joyfully anticipate that it's on the way. And until it comes, I'll take advice from the prophet Habakkuk who writes in Habakkuk 2 and 3, 4, still the vision awaits it appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Tell your neighbor, wait for it. Tell him again, wait for it. That's the wrong neighbor. Tell your other neighbor, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Why? Because God has not forgotten about you. Wait for it because God is going to do what he said. Wait for it because God is not man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Wait for it. Secondly, 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 here it is. Wait with calm confidence in his present promises. Wait with calm confidence. If you're going to have joyful anticipation, wait with calm confidence in his present promises. It's interesting. Mary gets Gabriel's announcements. Announcement. She sings her song. Remember, we talked about the Magnificat last Sunday. She sings her praise song. She sees Elizabeth's pregnancy. And then the Bible goes radio silent on Mary's voice. There are references to Mary pondering things in her heart. But the next time you hear Mary speak, Jesus is 12 years old. Now, I'm not saying Mary didn't say anything for 12 years. But what I'm saying is that it is significant that she does, apparently does not say anything that causes the writers to say, we got to include this. Watch this. Because had she said maybe something that, that caused tension in the text, we would imagine that we would read it in the text. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that Mary has calm confidence that God is going to do what God has said. And she does not raise concern. She does not raise unresolved resolution. She, she, she goes on with her life. Ah. The prophet Jeremiah says this in Lamentations 3 and 25. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the soul who seeks him. Watch this. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Wait quietly for the salvation. I don't have to say anything. When I know who's working on my side. I, listen, listen one, one thing I know for sure. When, when you know what you know, you don't have to brag. You don't have to boast. You don't have to make any threats. You don't have to say anything when you know what you know. If you ever get in a fight and you know who you got backing you up, you know how it was when you was in grade school and, 
and, and, and you knew you had somebody on your side, come on and talk if you ever been in a fight. You didn't have to say anything because you knew Bobo or Jojo had your back or, or Leroy had your back and, and you could go on. Come on and talk to me here. It was easy because you knew. And all, 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 look, all this text is saying is you can have joyful anticipation when you have calm confidence. That God is on your side. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to weep. I don't have to worry. I don't have to wail because I'm waiting quietly and confidently on the God of my salvation. That's why the psalmist said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me in this will I be confident I've got a calm confidence that God is going to work it out God is going to bless me Paul says it like this in Romans 8 and 31 he says if God be for us who shall be against us Isaiah said in 26 3 though thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee the same prophet says in 41 and 10 fear thou not for I am with thee be not dismayed for I am thy God I will strengthen thee yes I will help thee yea I will uphold thee with my right hand of righteousness what are you saying, preacher? I'm saying with these promises, you can calmly and quietly wait with joyful anticipation. Last point and I'm done. Here it is. Here it is. You can get to brunch early. Here it is. Wait. Wait. Where y'all going? Where y'all? Number three. Wait. Wait in full submission to God's providence. Here it is. Here it, it, wait in full submission to God's. This is a quick point. Don't miss it. Here it is. Because it's in the text. If you didn't read over it, it's in the text. But you read over it. Here it is. It says, and Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. I need, you to, I need you to look at that part. And returned to her own house. Wait in full submission to God's providence. She returned to her own house. She came to Elizabeth to get words of wisdom. After she saw what God was doing with her cousin, she went to her own house. After she saw how God was moving in Elizabeth's house, she went back to her house. She she said, this God that I serve can move in her house, but I can go home because he can... He can do it in my house. 
I wish I had a witness in this house. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, 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 when she got all from Elizabeth that she needed, she went back to her house. She went back to getting what God was going to do in her house. She went back home having received what her soul needed. She went back home having gotten what her soul needed to be fed. See, when we come to the church at, in this time, we come hearing and seeing and knowing what God is doing in all of these other people's lives. But when church is over, you need to leave and go to your own house and thank God that what God is doing for her he'll do for you what God is doing for him he'll do for you what God did for these folk he'll do for those folk wait in humble submission of what God is going to do and go back home with your hearts full go back home with your spirit fed go back home with your soul made glad go back home with your mind fixed go back home with your heart fixed go back home believing that God will Go back home knowing that he'll make a way somehow. Somebody here came with questions on your heart. Go back home knowing that the Lord is able. Somebody here came with the heads bowed down. Go back home knowing that he's a head lifter. Somebody came with tears in your eyes. Go back home knowing he'll wipe away the tears. You came here with your spirit depleted. Go back home knowing that he's a lifter. Go back home. I don't know about you, but I got what I needed. And I'm going to go back home and rejoice in the God of my salvation. I'll wait with joyful anticipation, knowing that there's nothing too hard for my God. I'll wait with joyful anticipation, knowing that if he did it before, he'll do it again. I'll wait with joyful anticipation, knowing that nothing is too hard for my God. I'll wait with joyful anticipation, knowing that if God said it, he will do it. Is there anybody in here that can testify today? He will. I'm going back home. Thanking God as I go. I'm going back home blessing God as I go. And I'm awake for him to do what he said he would. And watch this, y'all. And I'm going to be joyful in the wait. I'm going to be joyful while I wait. I'm going to be joyful while I wait. Let me help somebody. Joy and happiness are not the same thing. You can be joyful and not necessarily be smiling. Let me help you. There's, there's some folk who got joy in their hearts, but the bottom has fallen out of their lives. Yeah. But I still got joy. Because this joy I have. 
The world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. I say this joy I have. The world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. This joy I have. This song I sing. This Holy Ghost I feel. The world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. I said I wasn't going to go here. But I feel. I feel my help right now. There are some things. I may not know. There are plenty of places. I'll never go. But I'm sure. Of this one thing. God is real. I say God is real. God is real. Y'all help us sing that together. Real. Wash. Oh. Oh, his love. His love for me. door of the church is open. The door of the church is open. You can come now by letter by Christian experience as a candidate for baptism. The door of the church is open. You, you need a relationship with Jesus Christ, you come. You need a church home, you come. Oh yes, God. For can feel him. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God.
if you're here this morning and you're in need of prayer because you're waiting on the Lord to do something and truth of the matter is you have not been joyfully anticipating but you've just been waiting we want to invite you to come now let us pray with you let us pray for you that God will give you standing mercy, standing grace as you wait with joyful anticipation. Wherever you are, whoever you are, come now. Let us pray for you. Let us pray with you. Yes, God is real. Oh, yeah. Real in my soul. Come on, ministers. Come on down. Come on down. Yes, God is real. He's washed and made me whole oh lord his love for me my lord my lord just like your gold oh he's real for i can feel him in my soul oh yes lord yes god is real I know he's real in my soul. Yet God is real. He's washed and made me whole. Oh, his love for me, my Lord, is just like you gold. Yes, God is real. Oh, yes, God is real, real in my soul. Yes, God is real, he watched, made me whole. Blessed God, blessed God. Blessed God, blessed God. Yes. Blessed God. Blessed God. Blessed God. Blessed God. Blessed God. Move God. Touch now, Lord. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting, God. We're waiting on you, Lord. We need you, God. We need you, Lord. Move now in Jesus' name. Touch now, God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Come on and stand to your feet. Come on and stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor again, wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Let God move, wait for it. It's coming, it's happening, wait for it, amen. And now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you, go in peace.